News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Families spent on average €160 Euros on treat foods like crisps, chocolates, and biscuits during one month alone. This was measured over April 2022. That's according to new research carried out by Safe Food and the HSE. And Coleman Nocter, child and adolescent psychotherapist, joins us now on this. Seems like a lot of money. To, I mean, I have a family coming, and, and and you know, and I I have four kids, and and they, no more than anybody else, are very keen that you know the odd time there'll be junk, if you want to call it that, in the house. But this seems like a lot of money to be spending, like forty quid a week on on, on chocolates and biscuits. Yeah, it is. It's significant, and I think it's maybe a, a cause of the last two years. I think uh, obviously in lockdown, the treat was the only thing left. You know, we couldn't do lots of stuff, so to pacify children, to entertain children, to compensate children for those things the treat press became that and it's hard to undo a habit and those numbers are up from when this was done a number of years ago so but what's also interesting is less than 10% of that budget was spent on fruit and veg so it's even that we're maybe sacrificing buying So 160 quid on confectionery and crisps Less than 16% on fruit and veg. Yeah, it was 21% of the budget was spent on the the sugary, salty foods and 6 and 4% on fruit and veg. So when you compare it that way, okay. um, it's probably proportionately where our diet is going, that we're moving much more towards that than the other. And and again, I, I'm at pains to say this is, a, this is about a health issue, not a weight issue. Oh, you no, know, no, no, no. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I would agree with you entirely on that. And, and that's not what I would... But, but, I, but I suppose when you, when you view that 160 quid on, on, on sweets and crisps, there's probably a background there as well of takeaways and other things on top of that as well. So, so, so in terms of a health issue, that this is just just part of it. What should people do? Do we need to? So old school, I know. Do we need to go back to just saying no? You can't. You can't have chocolate five days a week. You can't have crisps every night, or, or you know, your lunchbox will have an apple in it rather than a you know some kind of a protein bar or a treat kind of a thing. Yeah, and like with many things, where should you start? About two years ago, <laughs> we are we probably all are in those habits, and I think it has to be reasonable. If you have children having six treats a day and you get them down to three treats a day, that's progress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not about being preachy. It's This is difficult to say no. The other thing is if they're not in the cupboard then that becomes culture and I always say it's really difficult to do things at the start children will kick off and they'll give out but after about five to six weeks that becomes culture they just become accustomed that that's what's in the drawer now compared to what it was six weeks ago so it is about sticking with it a little bit Yeah and and I know children do have because obviously I have children but but I know children do have a certain amount of disposable income you know you give them a few bobs so they have some money in their pockets or what maybe different kids have different amounts I try and keep mine on a tight leash but I, I know that, that they do but in the main the food that they consume comes probably through the shopping basket of the parents so so are, are parents failing to address this problem is is this a parental issue as well as a health issue I think parents are not believing that they can manage the problem do you know what I mean from the point of view I think we anticipated it would be really difficult to say no and we you know a lot of the campaign is how difficult it is to the puppy eyes and please can I have a treat um, and it is difficult initially but it gets easier and I think from the point of view parents need to again take control of what's in the cupboard work within your own limits you know gradually build towards using less treats 
but also in just having more healthy options in the in the cupboard. You know, the things like the yogurts or crackers or things like that instead of the chocolates and crisps. Um, you know, when children are hungry, they'll they'll want something to eat, and it, and it is about convenience. It's also a time. A lot of the junk, the bad food, and I hate that narrative. I don't think there is good and bad foods. I think there's good and bad amounts of food. I don't believe yeah. life should be done no, like this. Vo- volume you know? is, yeah. is is clearly key um, to all of this as well. Absolutely. But, but I think we need to just be mindful of portions and how much. And okay, be a so bit more so, so don't have that. it in the cupboard. A treat should be a treat. It shouldn't be a routine part of your diet. All the kinds of. Lastly, I mean, we often talk to Professor Donald O'Shea on the program. And he talks about the obesogenic environment. That it isn't just about what the parents are doing. It's about the fact that our culture, our society, our advertising, our media, our everything conspires to push certain types of food on people. In your view, I mean, are are parents and kids being bombarded with the wrong messages and can that be addressed at all? 100%. I mean, again, you know, we're the worst self-regulators so we need help um, and we don't get that help from industry. You know, it pushes all of those things. industry has its own agenda. Of course. So maybe uh, that help should come from elsewhere. Yeah, and again, I think taking control of our own choices and, and being aware of that we have control of our own choice architecture and making that a kind of, again, I think it's about culture. I think within families you create cultures, within systems you create cultures but they don't happen overnight and you have to kind of work at them they're labour intensive um, but yeah I, I mean I think you go to any supermarket and you're hit with the yeah. the, the, the confectionery stuff first and, and the DAS and the parcel less they they, uh, they show you what you want and then they make you uh, Look take what, what you, you need. need at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. Uh, we still have and uh, <laughs> we still have a Friday treat in my house so even though I have 20 year olds and 22 year olds and all of this they still get a bar quite routinely on a Friday but I find now when I go to the shops, the first bars I'm all hit with are the huge sharing bars. And I actually think that that's too much to give. So so I, I have to actually go rooting usually for the smaller individual sized bar. Otherwise, I, I sound like I'm, I, I sound like a, 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 some kind of a, a health Nazi. But, it, but I actually just don't want them eating the giant, giant bar that routinely. And uh, it is harder to find the smaller size now. Yeah, for sure. And that distorts the idea of what yeah. portion is. I mean, my, I go back to my own. My mum used, we used to do the shop on a Thursday and mum says, when they're gone, they're gone. You don't replenish the stores. And so, you know, you're new to kind of spread it out yourself. And, yeah. I, and I don't, I think, yeah, replenishing that, the cupboard might be something we, we could be a good starting point. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Coleman Nocter, their child and adolescent psychotherapist. Let us know what goes on in your house. Are you surprised by that figure? 160 euros per month on treats and sweets? This is just, this isn't takeaways. This is crisps, chocolates and and biscuits. Um, And have you learned any any tips for us on on maybe how that can be managed? 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.